Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Women's Sports Matter podcast. My name is Gianna Castro, and I am your host. I may not, I may be recording in 2021, but this episode is going out in 2022. So I'd like to say Happy New Year, even though that's like extremely early for me, even though we're still in 2021. Um, I hope everyone had a nice New Year's Eve, New Year's celebrations. I personally don't do anything because I'm 19 and why do I have to go out? But I did work some hockey games or I will be working hockey games. And yeah, but I have someone really, really cool on today's show. Care to introduce yourself, please? Uh, hi, my name's Carly Jackson. I'm number 70, a goaltender for the Buffalo Buttes on the Premier Hockey Federation. And I'm super happy to be on the show today. I appreciate you coming on. So right now you guys are on break. Mm-hmm. What have you been doing during your time off? Yeah, so I have actually been in um, isolation because haven't been feeling well. Um, so I um, started feeling kind of sick the day after I arrived home with my family. So we've all been in isolation, but, um, you know, I'm just doing the best I can with the situation. And um, I'm very fortunate. My dad has built a or has always kind of built an outdoor rink um, for our neighborhood. So I've been out on the ice <laughs> skating all the time and um, distant outdoors. So it's been fun to just be outdoors and um, to be home with my family. And I'm really lucky that I was able to do that this year. So um, other than that, just playing outside and hanging out with my cat, Fiona. <laughs> it started snowing here. It's the first time it's been sticking. Mm. I'm in the Chicago suburbs. So I'm, I looked outside when I got up today and I was like, God damn it. I don't, I don't like the cold. I don't like the snow. I work for two hockey teams and it's like, why is it so cold? I don't know how you guys do it. Honestly, like, how do you, it's, it's so cold, but you guys are playing. So that might not, might not matter then, huh? Yeah. It's not so bad. I find, well, once you're, once you're uh, like, once you get the legs going, you're heated up pretty good. And it's, I actually prefer a colder rink because when it's, it's too warm, you're, it just gets too hot too quick. I like the cold. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but I like winter. I like, I like the freezing cold. I'm more of a summer person. So, but the, the snow I think is absolutely gross having to drive in it and no one knows how to drive over here. Um, yeah, but anyway, it's winter time. It's hockey season. You're playing hockey, but I want to know growing up, what was your team that you were rooting for? The team I was rooting for? Yeah. Mm, I've always had a few. Um, my dad was always a big Philly fan. So I kind of always cheered for Philly in the back. Um, but I always had a soft spot for the Maple Leafs and, uh, now I'm a fan of the blues. Um, a good friend of mine and, and, um, my coach growing up is Dave Alexander. He's the goaltender coach for them now. So, um, knowing him and just being close with their family, I just, I got to cheer for my guy. So I became a St. Louis fan. Yeah, that's not the, that's kind of like the worst team, in my opinion, St. Louis. Well, just, <laughs> just, from, just from a Chicago standpoint, I feel like I have to say it. I am not a okay, Chicago fair. Blackhawks fan. I would just like to say, because I think their whole organization is absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> in terms of rival like cities, I feel like I have to, to say that as a of course from of course. Illinois. I respect it. Yeah. And then baseball team growing up. What was your favorite baseball team? Oh, baseball team. I got to go with the Jays. I love the blue Jays. Um, Vladdy Guerrero jr. He's my guy. 
Um, you know, he's got a dump truck and he hits dinger. So <laughs> can't really ask for much more than that. <laughs> I read that um, you played baseball growing up. And I, before we started, I told you that I as well played. What got you into baseball? Yeah. So what got me into baseball was, um, well, my dad, he was always super encouraging for me to try everything. Um, but we actually have um, in the community that I grew that I grew up in Amherst, Nova Scotia, um, a completely free baseball program for kids, um, a little league program that was completely free of charge. Um, so it was something that almost every kid in the community participated in. Um, so I started baseball much, much earlier than I started hockey. So baseball was my first love. And uh, I just played, I think, from the age of five or six, maybe. And I actually still play now um, in the summertime in the off season. So um, I'm pretty lucky I still get to play you know, obviously professional hockey, which is amazing, but um, baseball also at an elite level now um, into my mid twenties. Baseball is so much fun. I played growing up. It was also my, my first love, the first sport that I cared about. I mean, we're in freaking Chicago white Sox hat now, but like I cannot describe, and I don't even get to talk about that on here a lot and my love for baseball, but I feel like I don't know. It should be more appreciated because mm -hmm. it is a little slow. I'll give it, it I'll give people that it's a little slow. It's not as fast paced as a, a hockey or soccer, but one thing that I would love to see is like a well-known women's baseball league. Cause mm -hmm. I don't really know of that, but one thing that I did when I was in high school is that I, I played baseball and I went to a Catholic high school for two years before I transferred out. And I asked if I could try out and they told me no, they told me what? no, because there was a girl equivalent and they wanted mm -hmm. me to play softball. So I just played soccer instead. I was like, Screw yeah. I'm not gonna, no, but it's, it's unbelievable. Right. I think yeah. from what I've learned as well, uh, being in the States a little bit more into my adulthood is that especially in the U.S., there, that's often the excuse is that there's a equivalent of softball, but they're completely different sports. So it's absolutely infuriating. Um, but here in Canada, one thing that we have is that it's really cool um, that Baseball Canada and the associating provinces have done is um, we have like a national tournament every year. So um, female athletes from all over Canada uh, for different age groups. So like there's under 16, under 21, and then there's the national level. Um, where essentially each province has its own team, or at least most do. And then we go and compete in a national tournament every summer. Um, it's been a little bit disrupted because of COVID, but it's, it's creating opportunity for girls in baseball, um, especially outside of softball as well. So they have the choice to play either or. Um, so it'd be nice to see the U.S. follow suit in that because it's incredibly frustrating to see girls pushed out of a sport um, that, yes, is similar, but you should be able to choose or be able to pick whatever sport you want to play. Um, so hopefully, hopefully that goes in the right direction. That's really cool. I never heard about that. Yeah. The U S should follow suit, like with a lot of stuff in Canada, but that's like a whole nother thing, um, yeah. that I would be too frustrated to talk about. Um, <laughs> my friend, he's in Canada right now for school and he goes to Waterloo and he's telling me about all this different stuff. And I'm like, can you shut up please for just one second? Like, can you not talk about where you are right now? Because it's a little frustrating on my end, but wh whatever. He, he talks about, you know, how 
like the freaking health care. Again, I don't want to I don't want to be frustrated today. I don't want to be frustrated today. I'm going to calm myself down. I, I'm into politics a lot besides women's sports. That's my other thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I try to stick to the what the show is called. Yeah, absolutely. It's okay. We can stay away from that. <laughs> I'm not good at it, though. But this is, okay. it's my Whatever show. You want to talk about, I'm into it. <laughs> so I took a look at the standings today before we started. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to know, like, even though your team is at the bottom, mm-hmm. like, what's team atmosphere like? Are you guys just, is it like a fun energy? Like, oh, we are losing, but we're still having fun. Or is it like, what what's going on with the team right now? Yeah. Um, I think absolutely. Like when you're in the bottom of the standings and, you know, we've had some really close games um, within our league and it's been a little bit frustrating, I think, um, with the way that um, our schedule has worked out and we had some weather and some travel problems where our games have been massively separated by two or three weeks at a time. Um, so it's been, I think, frustrating and and the losses were, we're just, we're right there. Um, so that's been tough for our team, but I think um, that adversity has only really brought us closer. Like our team, we have so much fun together and every time we go to the rink, like it's such a blast. And we have so many of us who we're like that live in Buffalo that we're able to hang out outside of team activities. And um, we just have a really good culture. Um, like I really love being part of the Buttes. We just, we just have a blast. I love, I love the homies. I love the Buttes. Um, we're just having a good time, but we're also just incredibly determined to pull some wins out because we've had so many one goal games or, um, I mean, technically, I guess two goal games with empty net goals, but um, we're just we're right there and we just kind of need to find that next gear so that we can start getting some points out of these games. The All-Star game is going to be in Toronto this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to know, I, I really haven't been following that a lot. What is it? What is the procedure to be selected to the All-Star game? Is it like fan voting? Is it player voting? Mm-hmm. So I'm. I'm not honestly 100% sure I should, I should probably know this, (laughs) Um, but I believe that there's a a number that's chosen um, by your own team. And then I think there's some other vote um, that will submit another round of players. I know that the captains have been chosen um, as voted on by the players in the league. Um, And then I believe that there is going to be some fan voting as well. Um, so I'm not, I can't tell you any more details than that just because I don't remember. Um, but I do believe, yeah, there's definitely a fan vote from what I remember. Well, cool. I will make sure to, to look out for that. I've been trying my best to follow along, mostly because like I don't have ESPN Plus and I've mm-hmm. been, when the games are on, it's like wacky times for me. So it's kind of like Twitter is my main way to follow i've been trying to follow all these journalists and like Mm -hmm. the teams and make sure that i know what's happening because i just don't want to be left out like in the dark i started following the league last year for some Mm -hmm. reason i think with the show i didn't want to be focused on two sports i -hmm. wanted to kind of expand on what i know so i taught myself about the nwhl which is now the phf for folks that still don't know that's been like that for a while but um i took like quizzes to see which teams i should follow when i got minnesota because you know midwest stuff i guess maybe that they're maybe they're following where i'm at and whatever but mm-hmm. um if people are not following 
the league. Can you tell them what to expect if you watch a game? Yeah, absolutely. I think if you watch one game, you will not be disappointed. Like our games, I think, are so fun to watch because every single athlete has sacrificed something to make this work and to make make it to this level alone, like at the professional ranks and some of the best in the world. Um, but also, you know, we don't we don't make a full time living um, yet playing hockey. So everybody within this league, from the staff to the players to the owners, like everything, we we make uh, we make it work. And I think that that passion is seen in every single shift in every game. Um, there's like a no give up attitude among everyone um, because people are just so passionate about playing hockey and um, showing what they can do on the ice. So in turn, it makes the product, I think, incredibly entertaining to watch. Um, And I even feel it, I mean, the most within my own team, within the Buffalo Buttes, um, there's just, there's a no quit. There's, there's absolutely no quit. And it's so fun to watch um, as a player and being among the team, but I think also as, as a fan. So um, I think that's really entertaining. And I think that it creates an excellent product and it's really fun to watch. And the atmosphere of the games is unbelievable. So um, watching online is is obviously one thing, but if you can ever make it to a game, um, you will not be disappointed. It is so much fun. And uh, just seeing everything that these athletes bring to the table, the energy, the grit, the character, it's it's amazing. So I really hope that if you're listening to this, that you do get a chance to experience it for yourself. I watched one game on Twitch last year when I was first starting out and I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch from now on, or at least when I can. It was just, I I wasn't a hockey fan growing up, and I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But I was watching, I forgot what team was on, but I was watching the game, and I was like, oh, I think I could watch this now. Mm-hmm. I think that's this is a thing that I can do. Nice. Um, and the same thing happened this year with softball. Like, I wasn't a softball person, and then I watched the Olympics. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wait, I can watch this now. This this is just like the year of sports that I am starting to possibly like. Although I do mm-hmm. say that I don't like hockey. I work for two uh, men's hockey teams in my area. It's not a fun experience there. So I'm hoping <laughs> that like somewhere around here that we get a PHF team. Mm-hmm. But um, Minnesota is very far from where I am. It's like a six hour drive to go see a game if I wanted to do that. Oh boy. I don't know if I want to do that right now. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Maybe one day, maybe one day. Um, I'm applying to go to school in Minnesota. So if I if I go there, I'll go to a white caps game. And yeah, you gotta. <laughs> I really want to go see women's hockey. Like there's no there's no teams, college teams in my state. And mm-hmm. if I wanted to go, I'd have to go to UW Madison to yeah. go see a game. It's very frustrating here. <laughs> very frustrating there's no women's hockey teams college or professional over here I don't know I don't know why we don't have one but oh well sounds like we got to get to work and get a team out there I know I just someone's got to do it because I I'm a broke college kid Mm -hmm. to be honest I got I (laughs) I got no money in my bank account but there's a bunch of folks here that I feel like would want to do this, but they don't know how to. And I mm-hmm. hope they find out how to do that in at least a few years. Cause I would like to see a women's hockey game here. 
not like five-year-olds playing on ice, but that's like a whole, that's, that's a thing that I did a lot as a kid. Cause my cousins play hockey. So we mm-hmm. would go to the, the local ice arena and we'd go watch like a U seven game. You'd be like, okay, we're going to go out to dinner now. <laughs> but. That's awesome. <laughs> so you're Canadian, obviously can hear it. The accent do you ever get made fun of by your teammates with the accent? Um, I do get made fun of for a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> um, the accent is an occasional one every once in a while, but it really just depends. I think where I am, I almost like adapt to mm-hmm. the environment. So I've been home yeah. for, um, I think maybe six days, five, six days. And it's definitely come back um, from what I hear. <laughs> Um, but once I, you know, move back to Buffalo, I'm sure it'll fade away again and I'll get my Buffalonian accent back. <laughs> I, I've been following you on social for quite a bit now. And some of your posts, I think, are hilarious. <laughs> Quality you. social media content, I would like to say. My favorite. Well, actually, it's kind of tied. The U-Haul post was great, by the way. Thank you. Fantastic <laughs> post. And then you were uh, the other post is you and your jersey with the a if you would like to explain that for people that don't know what I'm talking about yeah so <clears throat> I um this year I was voted on by my teammates as an assistant captain for the Buttes um so it's not typical I guess among goalies to wear letters um this is my first time wearing a letter um in hockey so uh, so I have an a on my jersey now as a, to signify that I'm a captain and in my headshot photo, um, the A was on my Jersey. So when I posted that picture on Instagram, I captioned it, the A stands for a lesbian, um, <laughs> which one of my friends came up with. Um, and we laughed about it. We were on FaceTime and we were just howling. Um, so it was, uh, it was pretty fun to be able to post that and, and, um, I just love being able to kind of represent um, part of the LGBTQ community um, in, within my social media and make jokes and, and uh, have fun with it, I think is uh, incredibly entertaining for me. And hopefully it puts some laughs on people's faces. So, um, yeah, it was it was uh, it was a good laugh among me and my buddies. And and uh, yeah, that one was funny for sure. <laughs> that, that Great post. It, it was a really good post. I would just like to say one of my favorites in a while. <laughs> I saw it, I think, um, I think I was sitting like around family or whatever, and I had to like cover my mouth, kind of just sitting here like, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want people to know what I'm laughing at right now. Did you show so them? I'm, huh? Did you show your family the post? No, I'm just, I'm sitting here like, mm, I'm just going to laugh quietly to myself about it. <laughs> but yeah, Thank you. Um. So last year was your rookie season, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Class of 2020 also. Mm -hmm. I'm also class of 2020, but high school. So that was, must have been fun for you. Oh, a blast. I'm sure it was also probably pretty fun for you too. (laughs) Everyone around here, the neighboring school districts got a graduation of some Mm -hmm. sort. My school district, nothing. Mm. Absolutely nothing. But I, that was okay. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be in graduation. Mm-hmm. There was like eight hundred ninety kids 
in oh our God. class. I didn't want to sit through that. Okay, fair. <laughs> but you went to the University of Maine. Mm-hmm. You broke a lot of records. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. So I went to Maine, uh, University of Maine, for five years. I redshirted my first year, which just allowed me an extra year of schooling and hockey and um, a chance to kind of grow up a little bit, which I feel very lucky to to be able to have had. Um, and then I, I played out my four years of eligibility. Um, I played in front of a in front of a great coaching staff and Ricky and Sarah Reichenbach and and a lot of others who came through the program and. Um, I love my time being a black bear. It's uh, one of my fondest memories. And I spent, uh, you know, almost 20% of my life there, which is, which is pretty significant. Um, but uh, I, I love playing for the black bears. And by the end of my career, I did um, break all the goaltending records there. Um, but more importantly, I had so much fun and um, the growth of who I was as a person from the beginning to the end um, was just completely just amazing like I think about all the lessons that I learned um was my time as a black bear whether that was with hockey or academics or um just being a good person and a good teammate that was always the number one thing um and our coaches always pushed that all the time was just being a good person and doing the right thing so um being able to exercise that for five years was was pretty amazing and and now being with the Buttes it's it's fun to be able to um, see what kind of things that other people have learned from their respective colleges as well. But um, I love my time at Maine. It was a blast. And I look back on it so fondly. I mean, the, the, the records that you broke, that's a nice like add on as well to the experience, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was, that was cool. Um, you know, that's cool. It's, it's a cool thing to talk about. Um, and, you know, I feel very blessed to be able to have that that opportunity at Maine, right? That's not always common, um, especially among goaltenders to be able to start for four years, um, just based on timing alone. So with the way that that worked out and and I had a lot of coaches who one, helped me get to that level, but also two, supported me while I was there. So um, just being able to have the opportunity to play in that many games was, was a gift. So you drafted third overall for mm-hmm. the draft after you graduated and got selected by Buffalo what mm-hmm. was your rookie season like with all of the wonderful shenanigans of you know COVID and like Placid and all that mm-hmm. yeah so um the draft was awesome I was able to spend it with my family around the dinner table um which was pretty special to just share that with them and then um of course the COVID year was um pretty confusing and uncertain uh but being able to end up in Lake Placid and and have such a just a special event at such a special place um it was incredible like walking into the rink in Lake Placid where um, Miracle on Ice was it was just chills um so as a hockey fan and as a hockey player that was that was totally totally special to me um but I had such a fun year I lived with uh one of my best friends Allison Mateau and and Audie Mack who still plays for the Buttes now and um, you know, we just, we made it work and it wasn't perfect by any means, but, um, we just made the most of every single day and every single moment. And, um, it made me want to come back and, and be a view for a very long time. So, um, my first year was awesome and, uh, I'm just super happy to be back this year. And, um, it's one of my favorite things in the world is getting to play hockey and, and getting to do that as a Buffalo Butte. Speaking of the Buttes, there's a bunch of great 
jerseys around the league or sweaters, whatever people call them. I don't even know what to call. Wait, before I ask you my question, what do you call them? Sweaters, jerseys. Sweaters, jerseys. I think I interchangeable. Okay. Because I got in a fight with my friend and we were talking about <laughs> like, what, what do we call them? Well, like, what do you call them? I'll, I'll back you up. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know because I feel like I'm such a new hockey fan. Like mm-hmm. I have all these different jerseys that I wear. I guess if it's a, if it's a team uniform, it's a jersey. I don't know why they would be called sweaters. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I normally call them jerseys, but I've definitely, I've, I'm pretty sure I called a hockey jersey a sweater today. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's whatever. It's yeah. up for the people to decide. Yeah, whatever you want. It just, if yeah. you like it, then use it. But Thomas, don't yell at me next time, okay? Because I know he's going to listen to this. Yeah, Thomas. We got in a fight. We got in a fight. It's, it's a podcast that we were on together and we were talking about this. And he was like, no, that's not the right thing. And I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea. Don't attack me, okay? Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of great uniforms in the league. I want to know what your personal favorite Buttes uh, jersey is to put on. What's your favorite one? Mm. I really like the dark, our dark jerseys. The they're, the base color is black, and they have um, some baby blue and some white in there. And I just think they look so sharp. Um, but the the Buttes blue, the all baby blues, I don't know. I went to Maine and we had baby blue and I'm here in Buffalo and we have baby blue. So there's something special about the baby blue. So I don't know if you haven't seen them yet. I think you should hop on the train and get some Buttes blue into your wardrobe. (laughs) I've been trying to figure out what jersey I'm going to get because I say that my team is Toronto because like new fan, new team. It's a perfect combination, but it's just like. I don't know. I don't know who to root for. I don't know the history that other fans know about. It's just like, I want a jersey, but I don't know what to get. I have zero clue. I don't have. You should definitely get a Buffalo jersey. There's nothing like it. There's nothing else like it. (sighs) I will consider getting one. Okay, deal. I have the money. (laughs) When I have the money, I will get one. Mm-hmm. I'll probably get the black one though, because that's my favorite. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty sweet. That those are those are pretty nice. I do mm-hmm. like those. I don't like the baby blue, to be honest. But that's just that's just me. Yeah. I have a lot of blue jerseys, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay away from those. I wear too much blue, according to my mother. But mm-hmm. who cares what she has to say? That's not important. You know what time it is? It's time for the lightning round questions oh yes let's go this is the best or worst part of the show ever no one will know actually no the worst part of the show is my spiel at the end that's the worst anyway lightning round time i always ask this question first if you are reading a book or listening to an audiobook or just any book in general what would you recommend for folks that are listening right now do you mean like what book would I re- recommend? Yeah, or audiobook, doesn't matter, whatever. Ooh. Something that you're reading right now or your favorite all-time book. Mm. Um, I would recommend the for any like athlete interested in kind of some of the science behind practice is The Talent Code. Um, 
it's a really interesting read in terms of like neurology and or like the neurons in your brain and things. And it's really, it's really cool to think about and it's a really cool concept. So um, if you're interested in kind of some nerdy, like sciencey stuff, totally read the talent code. It's super cool. Who's it by? Oh my gosh. I think Dan Coyle, maybe that could be wrong. Okay. Um, memory's not great, but <laughs> talent code. It's, it's unbelievable. Who is a player that you watched growing up in our, uh, you know, kind of where you were watching them and you're like, okay, I want to maneuver like that as a goalie. Mm. Um, there's a couple. One of them uh, is Jonathan Quick, plays for the LA Kings. The guy is just an unbelievable athlete. Like he looks like Gumby out there, um, the way that he moves and the way that he's just so agile. Um, so I just find that he's so fun to watch. So I always kind of um, admired his ability to battle and try to incorporate that in my game. And then another, they now play on the same team, uh, two goalies is Carey Price and Jake Allen. Um, they're very calm and they have such a strong presence in the net um, that I've always tried to adapt as well, where um, you make the job look easy. Uh, so that's, that's something that I admire a lot. And I, and I try to incorporate in my own, my own style of play. If you weren't a hockey player, what would you be doing right now? Um, ideally, I would be a pro baseball player. Um, but if that weren't the case, I think I'd like to be like a firefighter or something like that um, would be cool. So maybe once I retire, I'll end up doing something like that. Um, I was in physical therapy school, um, so I was going to be a PT, but um, I put that on, on hold for now as I, you know, see where my hockey career goes. If you could pick a city for PHF expansion, where would you put a new team? Halifax, Nova Scotia. Okay. Where anywhere specifically? Like, is there an arena out there that you know of that would be a nice home for a team? Mm. It'd be nice. We get a brand new rink, brand new team in Atlanta, Canada. You know, show, show the Maritimes you know, a little spunk about women's hockey and how awesome it is. I think that um, there's some deep roots here in terms of love for, for the game. And um, there's a lot of great athletes who have come out of this area. So it would be cool to see the Maritimes rewarded with, um, with a product of women, professional women's ice hockey. Do you have a specific playlist or specific song that you listen to before uh, game time? I do. Um, I love anything Eminem. I used to play catch like football with one of my goalie coaches, Trey in, uh, in college. So, um, it's got a near and dear place in my heart. <laughs> um, but a specific song that I do listen to is, uh, beautiful by Eminem. If there's any young hockey players listening what is some advice that you would give to them about you know possibly playing in college and moving on to professional league mm -hmm. absolutely I think um, with the recruiting process and everything it's it can sometimes be absolutely stressful and and nerve-wracking but I think the thing to hold on to um, at all points in your career whether you're five years old or you're 30 years old is enjoying the little things and just soaking in every single moment. Um, like I think about this really fondly um, because I did it today, but being able to skate on a pond outside and the feeling of your skates in the ice or 
um, the sound of the crossbar or whatever those things are that really connect you to the game, um, whether that be your teammates or, or specific parts of the games, like I just described, whatever it is, like just enjoy those things and, and dive into those things and take advantage of every opportunity you have to experience those moments um, because it doesn't last forever. And it's something that I hope that you cherish and that you find a lot of passion and love, love for. Do you have any specific goals for this season that you want to accomplish or maybe like a team goal that you all have together? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think we want to bring a championship back to Buffalo, um, but we also want to build that championship culture. Um, so I think that means being uh, being a good person and, and doing the right thing. So um, we want to bring that cup back and uh, we want to show Buffalo what the beads are made of. And final question, if you guys could have an outdoor, you know, Buffalo versus whoever game, where would you like that to be located? So we actually do have an outdoor game this yeah, year. Really? We do in Buffalo. Um, it's at the Buffalo River Works. Okay. Um, so if anyone is listening that would like to attend, you should come because it's going to be awesome. And it's against the Toronto Six. And I cannot remember the date off the top of my head, but it is in the new year. So it's in 2022 and it's going to be lit. So I'm excited. I did not know that, but thank you for bringing that to my attention. I, I didn't know they were having that this year. That's very cool. Okay. Well, now is the time to plug away. Say whatever you want, you know, follow on social, wherever you can watch Buffalo floor is yours awesome yeah so you can catch our games uh with the buttes uh we are on espn plus in the u.s and we are also on twitch and tsn in canada um and i believe that's the same for international as well uh you can follow me on twitter at tough mustard it's spelled t-u-f-f mustard um and then on instagram at carly jackson 97 uh, and i just want to say thank you for having me on the show today um, highlighting women in sport and highlighting um, just athletes at all levels across the board is, is so important to, to be able to grow the game and in, increase um, participation and, and, and just create a positive culture around sport. It's, you know, a constant battle as we're seeing in the media, um, but things are changing and things are going in the right direction, um, I think, or at least we have people who are pushing for that. So um, thank you for having me on today. And I'm just super happy to be here. Thank you so much. I I started this podcast last year because like I didn't see enough coverage of women's sports. So I wanted to to create a platform and mm -hmm. getting people like you on the show. It really helps with that. So appreciate you coming on here. And now it's time for my spiel. It's all my plugging that I do. It's really obnoxious. I, I get to put on I do this voice where I, I, mm -hmm. I go into this. I'm going to do it. If you want to follow me on social media, guess what? You can. I'm on three platforms, Twitter and Facebook. It's the same handle. It's at WSM podcast. And on Instagram, you can follow me at Women's Sports Matter. I also have a YouTube channel. If you want to watch this interview, oh my goodness, guess what? You can. It's the Women's Sports Matter podcast. We are 14 subscribers strong. So if you want to watch this interview, it is on my channel there's a bunch of amazing resources linked down below like registering to vote if you're eligible 
if you're in the U.S. and you want to find a place to get your COVID shot, which is what I'm doing after this interview, you want to find a place to get boosted or want to get your vaccine, use the link down below, type in your address. It's really easy. Find the nearest vaccination site near you. There's a bunch of other great links down below. I don't know what they all are. I haven't edited that list in a while, but it's great, I think. Anyway, if you want to see my show live, I will be in Kansas City, Missouri this month at the United Soccer Coaches Convention at the Kansas City Convention Center. Hopefully, I'll get some awesome people on my show for a live show, which I've never done before. So that will be very nerve wracking. I also will have merch at my booth. So if you want to get a button, a sticker or wristband, come on down to my booth at pod. Oh, wow. At podcast row on January 20th to the 22nd. That's going to be it for me today. I'm going to go get boosted. I'm going to get my wonderful third COVID shot. It's going to be great. I'm going to be in pain tomorrow, but that's okay. That's, it's going to be awesome. But again, I want to thank you again for coming on my show, Carly. I really appreciate it. Good luck with the rest of your season. I'll try my best to follow along and I'll think about getting a Buttes jersey, possibly. Oh, go, go Buttes. <laughs> and to make it better, I'll get, get your jersey. Oh I'll, wear the, I'll wear the 70. Oh, let's go. Back. Let's go. But that's going to be it. This is the Women's Sports Matter podcast. I'm your host, Yonabel Castro. Go get your COVID shot for crying out loud. I'll see you next week. That's all, folks. Bye-bye.